you just heard the song let us break bread together on our knees it goes like this let us break bread together on our knees that is a position of humility before God's throne on our knees <clears throat> let us break bread together on our knees on our pardon me on our knees when I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun O Lord have mercy on me let us drink the cup together on our knees on our knees let us drink the cup together on our knees on our knees one version of the song says let us drink the wine together on our knees on our knees when I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun O Lord have mercy on me uh, on Easter Sunday morning many of us we have sunrise services and we often have communion and uh, uh, and evidently there was a period of time where people had communion early in the morning during the time uh, of the rising sun during the time that people believe Jesus Christ rose from the dead let us praise God together on our knees on our knees let us praise God together on our knees on our knees when I fall on my knees with my face to the rising Sun here's the key phrase of the song the most important part of the song O Lord have mercy on me and that is through faith in Jesus Christ asking God to forgive us of our sins uh, those of us who are Christians even before communion we ought to confess our sins our disobedience our failures and uh, people who are not saved should not and cannot take communion even if they take it they, they they're not taking it because they're not born again they're not believers in Christ how can you remember Christ if you don't even know Christ as Savior and you can be religious and lost and take thousands of communions and still die and go to hell that's real talk that's real talk you can take communion every day of your life and still die and go to hell if you don't believe truly in the Lord Jesus Christ and you believe that by taking communion you're, you're, you're saved That's, that will not save you. Listen to me, as, as important as communion is 
communion and taking communion every Sunday cannot save your soul. Never has, never will. That act of taking communion or giving communion can't save you. If you call yourself a preacher, a pastor, or a priest, you can give communion unworthily and not even be saved because you're caught up in religious work. So I guess we can title a part of this service, uh, You Can Take Communion and Still Die and Go to Hell. You can take communion and still die and go to hell. You can take communion and still die and go to hell. We normally don't mention, I normally don't mention communion and all of the things that you can do thinking that you're saved or thinking that it will save you. Such as getting baptized. Some people think they are saved just because they got baptized or just because they have a picture of their father and mother Christianing them in church or dedicating them to the Lord in church. Uh, Those things will not and cannot save you. Uh, joining a church is another thing that people think will save their souls. Church membership certificate, baptismal certificate, taking communion will never save your soul. These are ordinances that ought to be done only by people who are saved and born again and who know Jesus Christ in a very real sense. And other than that, it's just religious activity, soothing your conscience and deceiving you into thinking that you are saved and you're lost and on your way to hell. Many thousands, yea, many millions have died and gone to hell from the church pews because they took communion unworthily. They don't even know Jesus Christ. In fact, you're making a mockery of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ if you're not saved yourself and you're sitting there taking communion with everybody else knowing deep down you're not saved. You're not a Christian. You're not born again. You're just doing a religious activity. You cannot play with God. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You'll be better off not even taking communion if you're not saved and you know you're not saved or you know you're not you you, you say you're saved but you know you are not living right that's a very dangerous thing many many pastors and bishops and preachers have died and gone to hell taking uh, uh, giving communion unworthily themselves this is why I told the Catholic bishops and priests do not refuse communion to the president, President Biden, and uh, uh, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, because 
many of them, the bishops, the pastors, the popes, the priests, are unworthy to even give communion, much less take it. And they should not be denying anybody else, lest they do what they should have done a long time ago, and they're doing it now. For refusing communion to them, that is, the bishops, pastors, and priests, refusing communion to the President of the United States and the Speaker of the House, who are Catholics, when they have done far more evil than these politicians have done. They have raped little boys at the altar, altar boys. They have raped little girls. The nuns have raped girls with crucifixes. The nuns have committed more abortions uh, uh, than most people in America over, over the years. I know that's shocking because they were raped by the priests and the popes and the bishops. So I told the bishops, the Catholic bishops and the priests, do not do that. Do, you, don't have, you don't have the grounds to do that. With all of the homosexuality, all of the raping, all of the raping of children, raping of nuns, all of the abortions, all of the dead babies buried near the Vatican and other places, other Catholic places around the world. No wonder the Pope wants to go ahead on and step down and resign because uh, he would have to go all around the world to, to apologize for the evil that the Catholic Church has done against God, against Jesus, and against poor lost souls. And so they don't have the grounds to tell President, uh, President Biden or Second, uh, Speaker of the House Pelosi that they can't take communion. That's a joke to them. <clears throat> and the only reason why they have not brought the law and the FBI and everybody else down on them is because they are, they are called good Catholics. But uh, they messed with Nancy Pelosi one time too many and now she's got the FBI and everybody else investigating the Catholic Church for this foolishness that they have done. They're in the news every week about uh, uh, raping children. They are the main reason, along with some Protestants, as to why we have so much homosexuality in the church and in the world today because they raped little children. They molested little children in the church and they were supposed to be in the steed of God. May God have mercy. No wonder the church went ahead and said, well, we might as well go ahead and collude with the government and allow homosexuality and homosexual uh, so-called marriage into the church. So nobody should give communion or take communion if they're not saved themselves and there are many bishops and priests and pastors who are not born again. They're just in it for a profession. That's why they can easily uh, commit atrocities without any compunction. And there are people 
in the ministry and in the pews who should not take communion because they're lost. Not only with the Catholics, but with the Protestants as well. My wife is here with me of 34 years. I believe that she's lost. I don't believe that she's saved. I have never seen any fruit of her salvation, nor have my children. I hope that she's saved, as I hope everybody's saved. I'm praying for her to get saved. But I have refused her communion uh, for a while now because uh, I do not believe she's born again. I believe she's religious and lost. And uh, I don't want to be a part of her sin and evil and her hypocrisy of giving her communion. And I know from her lack of fruit that she is not saved. And she's my own family member. <clears throat> so, uh, do not take communion when you know that you're not saved. And I believe that everybody knows whether or not they're saved or lost. I, I got baptized at the age of 12. Got on the mourner's bench when I was about 16. Forced to join the choir. I couldn't play football, football by my mother. I did religious things, was participated in all Easter programs and quoted verses before people. Only verse I could, I could contain in my mind was Jesus wept, just two words. That was the default verse for all of the devils, I guess, in the church who could not contain the word of God in their minds. They told us, if you forget your verse, just say, Jesus wept. And so that's, I didn't even learn a verse. I just said, Jesus wept all of the time. Lost and on my way to hell. My dad was a preacher for a while and lost. My mother, I believe, still is, say, she's a preacher. I mean, she still is lost and, uh, and still is a preacher. I have two sisters who are supposed to be in the ministry. I believe that they're lost as well. I believe that my mother-in-law is lost, religious, my aunts, my mother's aunts who are religious but lost, I believe. So we have family members who are that way. I'm not picking on you. And if they were here, I wouldn't give them communion. So make sure that you're saved before you take communion. And secondly, make sure that you, uh, you have confessed your sins and repented of your sins. And got your heart right with God before you take communion. And so again, you can take communion a thousand times and still die and go to hell. That will not save you because you have not done what Jesus Christ himself told you to do. And that is believe in him. And if you want to do that... Dear friend, Jesus Christ said these most loving words, the most beautiful words, and the most important words ever said to mankind in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish that is, perish in hell forever, but have everlasting life. 
in heaven with God and with Jesus Christ. If you have not truly uh, believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, and nobody is stopping you from doing that, God wants you to do that. Jesus wants you to do that. So believe in Him today sincerely. Now, if you know you love sin more than you love God and more than you love Jesus and more than you love uh, going to heaven when you die. And yes, sin is a very enticing and powerful thing. And Jesus Christ said and predicted that people love darkness more than they love light. There are people who love whatever their sin is. They love it. They rejoice in their sin instead of rejoicing in God. They love lying. They love stealing. Do you know there are people who don't need to steal, but they steal anyway because they love the act of stealing. They love thinking that they can get over on people by lying to them. There's even a show that I have heard. I have never seen it today. I don't think I could even stomach it. Pretty little liars. Beautiful young women, evidently, who are nothing but liars. And the Bible says all liars, whether they're pretty or not, will go into the lake of fire and burn forever. All liars. There's a a beautiful young lady who's a star golfer. She got saved off of that verse from the Bible, how that all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. She was a little girl. She heard that message from a preacher. And she said, well, I'm a liar. I don't want to go to hell. I want to get saved. And she got saved, and God has blessed her life tremendously. Now she's married and going on for God. You can be saved today. You don't have to go to the lake of fire either by simply doing what Jesus Christ told you to do in the most important words ever said in the history of the world. Believe in him. Understand that you are a sin sinner by nature and by choice. Understand that the wages of sin is death. And the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And God wants you to understand that a part of the punishment for sin is death. And death is no fun thing. Do not believe the philosophers who tell you that death is a part of life. No, it's not. Death is death. Death is the end of life, and it's the most frightening, horrifying thing known to mankind other than hell to people who have sense to understand that if wicked, evil, sinful judges can put you in jail for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 for life, and then if you kill somebody in Texas, they can kill you. So, do, uh, I don't know why you have a problem thinking that God... I won't put you in hell. He will put you in hell because that's what you 
how, that's how you have lived your life. You rejected Jesus Christ. You did not believe in him, even though you had an opportunity to do so. You loved your sin. You loved your darkness more than light. Your corruption, your evil, your pride, your stubbornness, your rebelliousness, your whoremonging around, your whoring around, your homosexuality, more than you love Jesus, more than you love God, more than you love your own soul, that is going to hell. And God wants you to, wants you to understand that if he will allow you to die because of your sins, he will allow you to burn in hell forever if you do not believe in his son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. I would strongly urge you, I would strongly encourage you, I would try to persuade you and I am trying to persuade you to get saved today because tonight is not promised you anymore, uh, much less tomorrow. You can walk into Walmart and, and come out dead. You can walk into a grocery store and come out dead. You can walk into a school here in a few days and come out dead. You can walk in a hospital tonight and come out dead. And you weren't even sick. You went to see somebody. So a, a person who is having psychological demonic issues next door to you can go over to your house in a few minutes and blow your brains out because he thought that you were playing mind games on him using some kind of telepathy or something like what happened uh, yesterday. People thinking about you in, in a certain way, and you don't even know it. So, as the Bible says, today is the day of salvation. Get saved today. Lay aside your sins. Repent of your sins. Lay aside your pride, your lying, your stealing, your covering up lies, your adultery, your fornication, your homosexuality your meanness, your hatefulness. Lay it aside today. Stop loving your sin and your darkness more than righteousness and light. Because one of the reasons why you should do that because it has brought you nothing but heartache and pain. Repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ or believe and repent of your sins. Jesus Christ will help you to repent. Believe in your heart, my dear friend, that Jesus Christ suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. Call on his name, for the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I will lead you in what is called the sinner's prayer. Once you get saved, if you want to, you can take communion. If you don't get saved, do not take communion. If you are a Christian, a true believer, and you're living in sin, if, you, if you're shacking up right now, if you're caught up in adultery right now, you got Bo Peep and Sylvia in the bed right now, you're caught up in homosexuality right now, don't take communion. 
because it's not going to do anything for you but cause problems for you. God does not play. He will cause you to get sick with the monkeypox, coronavirus plague, and, and uh, polio, and everything else which is among us today. Uh, and, uh, and you end up dead messing with God and His Son Jesus Christ and communion. Do not do that. Don't do that. Many millions are dead today, saved and lost, for taking communion unworthily. Millions are dead. People didn't believe God when He said that I, I, I'll, I'll cause you to get sick, and I will I will let you uh, die, messing with my son's remembrance. Communion, the Lord's Supper. In the church, millions have died. Bishops, pastors, reverends, teachers, preachers. God has no respect of persons, my dear friend, none. Believe his word. It is true. Now, if you want to be saved, let's pray the sinner's prayer. Let's call on his name, believing in your heart, in none other than Jesus Christ. Nobody else. Nothing else. Don't depend on anything you've ever done in a church. Only believe in Jesus Christ. Depend upon him and trust him. And pray and ask him to save you. And he will. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase. And don't pray it unless you are sincere. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I believe in none other than your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered and bled and died on the cross for my sins was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please wash me and cleanse me in the precious blood of Christ on the inside. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my darkness and my sin. Help me to turn from my evil darkness and follow you in the newness of life. Lord Jesus Christ, for it is in your name I pray and for your sake I pray, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and you called on his name in sincerity in prayer, I declare to you that based upon the Bible, the Holy Word of God, you are now saved and born again and you're saved from hell and you are saved to heaven.
Now, if you want to grow in the faith, go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. It's free of charge. It is a free download. You can read it within a minute or two uh, after this service. And uh, follow his instructions and it will show you the next steps that you need to take as a new Christian to and a Christian who wants to be a follower and disciple of Jesus Christ in obedience. Also, if you have a prayer request, please uh, send that in to the same email or to whatever email is on your platform that you are on. And uh, we will send you some more material uh, to help you grow in the faith. And if you have a prayer request, send that in as well and we'll pray for you. And you can do that at any time. As we have prayed for thousands, we'll pray for you. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now, beloved, let's uh, resume our communion service already in progress. Now, if you're saved now and you're with other Christians who are rejoicing in your salvation, if you want to take communion, they will give you what is needed to do that. You are permitted to do so. If you are saved and you're living in sin and you're not willing to confess it, and you're, you're in sin right now at this moment, don't take communion. Otherwise, you can get sick and die, and God does not play. As the old folks used to say, the will of God grinds slow, but it grinds show. Make no mistake about it. Now, beloved, on the same night, reading from the Bible regarding the Lord's Supper and Communion, on the same night which he, Jesus Christ, was betrayed by Judas, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, even under that duress and under that pressure, knowing that he was being betrayed by one of the first church family members, the first deacon, if you will, the first treasurer in the first church, where Jesus was the pastor, he broke it. He gave thanks. He, was, he had the presence of mind to give thanks even though he was getting ready to be betrayed, abused, and beaten like no man in the history of the world, and crucified like no man, and died like no man in the history of the world. <clears throat> not for his crimes, not for his sins, but for our crimes and our sins. He said, take eat. This is my body which is broken for you. I'm allowing my body to be broken, abused, accused, and uh, ripped apart bleeding from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet for you. 
and your wickedness and your sins. And then Jesus said, this do in remembrance of me. Remember me. And remember what I have done for you. Let's pray. Holy Father God, sadly, Lord, we are all wicked, evil, and ungodly sinners. The saved and the lost. And Lord, for those of us who are saved, thank you for allowing your body to be broken for us. And somehow, thank you for leading us to you by the hearing of the gospel to believe in you that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful, magnificent salvation that you have provided for us by believing in you. And believing in your holy gospel, the good news, that you suffered, you allowed your body to be broken. You suffered, you bled, and you died like no man. Was buried and rose on the third day. We thank you for doing that for us, as you said. Lord, I don't understand it all. My mind, I can't get my mind and my head around this kind of love. But I thank you for it. And I thank you for it all. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. John 6.58 says, This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Take and eat. In the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as ye drink it in remembrance, in remembrance, in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. That's amazing, amazing positioning of words. Uh, allow me to say that last part to you again. Uh, I mean, this, this, is, this is out of this world language. Uh, out of this world mixture of words right here. Now listen to this. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, watch this, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. My, 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 my. What? It's not only, it's not only remembering his death, 
but you're showing forth his death until he comes back, meaning that I'm still alive and I'm coming back. So we're remembering the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. What he did for us, allowing his body to be broken and crushed to the ground. And his precious blood shed as the Lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. And all at the same time with great economy of words. As only God and Jesus, nobody spake like this man. Remembering his death until he come and at the same time he's saying, I'm coming back. <laughs> what is this? What kind, of <laughs> what kind of speech is this? What kind of talking is this? This, come, this is heavenly talking, man. You can't, we can't do that. Pardon me, let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for your allowing your body to be broken for us and allowing your precious holy blood of the Lamb of God to be shed for our sins. So that if we believe in you, Lord, you will let us go free from the hell that we deserve. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. As the songwriter said in the song about let's break bread together, Lord, have mercy on me. And we pray, Lord, that you will have mercy upon millions who are willing by the power of your grace and Holy Spirit to believe in you today around the world. Lord, save their souls so that they can experience this joy and this peace that only you can give. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Beloved Hebrews 9.22 says, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. 1 John 1 7 says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. Take and drink. Dear friends, after they had finished the first supper, they sang a hymn and went out into the night. Now as we close this service, we will do the same. Dear friends, God loves you. <coughs> we love you, and may God bless you. Pray without ceasing. Until next time, Lord willing, we'll be back in a few hours. If the Lord tarries is coming and it is the Lord's will and if the Lord says the same and the creek don't rise, uh, 
for this is my second service of the day. Lord willing, we'll be back a little bit later on in the evening. If it be the Lord's will. <clears throat> Do not hold me to it. It depends on how God strengthens me. But uh, uh, if nothing happens, and if it be God's will, I'll be back in a, in a few hours to preach the Just Jesus Evangelistic Campaign Message of the Week. Thank you so much for being with us in these two services. Pray without ceasing. Read the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God yourself. And uh, I heard somebody say something this uh, not too long ago uh, that you need to pray out loud. I said, all right then, go ahead on. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for being with us in a mighty fashion in this communion service. I give you all of the glory, praise, and honor. And uh, Lord, uh, lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For you told us that if we lift him up, others will see him and get saved. And we pray that that would happen all around the world as we are alive all around the world by your grace. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends.